0: Back here at the Beaver Creek Precious Metals Summit, a new company uh, getting an introduction for all the listeners out there here on Mining Stock Daily. A new royalty company, actually, Empress Royalty. They trade on the TSX venture with the symbol EMPR. They also have an OTC QB ticker with EMPYF. And sitting across from me now is Director, CEO, and President, Alexander Woodier-Sharon. Hi, thank you so much. Welcome to the Mining Stock Daily Podcast.
1: (laughs) Lovely to be here. Thank you. Um,
0: I know very little about your company, and so I would appreciate (laughs) an introduction to how this thing all got started and where your royalties are coming from.
1: Absolutely. So we are a precious metals royalty and streaming creation company. We currently have 17 investments in our portfolio. We're focused on quality over quantity. We listed this company 18 months ago in the TSXV, as you mentioned. Uh, We started with 13 expiration royalties um, as part of our direct listing, and we've layered in four investments over the last 18 months. One of that was originally a producer in Peru, bringing in revenue now into Empress. And there was two development projects, which are now getting into production. We're starting to receive revenue from those as well. And then we've got another development stage asset that we've uh, that's being drilled at the moment. And our real focus um, at Empress is to create new royalties. You know, there's been a lot of new entrants to the royalty and streaming space in the yes. last two years. Um, you know, there's the prospect generators, um, easy to acquire, inexpensive to acquire. No guarantee it's going to turn into a mine. And if there is, it's a long lead time to revenue. Then there's the trading acquisition companies, buying third-party royalties. Pretty simple acquisition, it's already in place, but you do not have a direct relationship with the mining company, nor the ability to negotiate that contract. And it's become part of a competitive bid process. There's a lot of competition, you're paying a premium for those. We're in the creation and origination, so we work directly with the mining companies to create new royalties or streams to get their mines into production or to expand upon the comp- production capacity. And with that, we're able to do really good due diligence and really de-risk the investments. Um, you know, And taking a further step back to one of your initial questions was, how did we start Empress and, and where did this come from? Um, you know, my background is MXPWC. Um, I worked at Endeavor Financial, an investment bank out of London, um, been around for about 30 years as an analyst, became director of structured finance in London, raised $1.5 billion dollars, um, in debt deals. And I've teamed back up with the Endeavor team. And David Rhodes is the managing director of Endeavor Financial. He's also our executive chairman. And what he was seeing in the finance world was that the streaming companies were doing bigger and bigger ticket sizes, Mm -hmm. $100 million plus. And that no one was servicing, especially the streaming side and that creation of financing and finding solutions on the smaller side of the market. And that's how we created Empress, is to do the sub-$25 million Financing opportunities, and you know we've we had the concept, we've proven it out over the last eighteen months, and we've got those revenue streams
0: starting to come into Empress. So, w- with the, the smaller financing options that you're offering, is does that scale down the projects that you are typically working with, or what? Where would that that royalty financing go towards?
1: So we really do target projects that are within six to 12 months of production or they're already in production. Okay. And with our network of endeavor being in the industry and with our management and board, you know, we have a unique access to deal flow. We know management groups that want to either expand their production who necessarily are private, for example, and mm-hmm. don't have access to the equity markets and recognizing where commodity prices are, want to build that expansion. So those are ones we're looking at and we've brought into the portfolio already. And then there's other groups out there, especially in today's market, where they can get a little bit of equity, they can get some debt, but they need an additional financing. And we're able to come in and provide that last piece of the puzzle um, to move them forward.
0: So who are you? Who are you working with? I know you said what uh, 13 royalty exploration.
1: Yeah, okay. and then we've got four uh, further advanced projects. Okay,
0: so 17 total in the, yeah. in the property. Uh, you How? Tell, when did the company form, and where? You know, who had these royalties originally and how do they kind of get transferred into the original formation of the company?
1: Yeah. So when we created um, Empress, we uh, we acquired 13 expiration royalties from a company called Alto Venture and we spun out of that, which mm. allowed us to do a direct listing on the TSXV. So that was the initial portfolio. And again, that was to qualify as an investment issuer on the TSX in the right, t- right. stock exchange. We then invested, we've, we'll invested to date, $19.5 million into the portfolio, into these four producing and development stage assets. Our net asset value of the portfolio was $45 million. We're bringing in $29 million of revenue from those initial investments to the end of 2025. And our market cap is about $20 million U.S.
0: Okay. So a few years to go Tell it's what's what's the... the f- f- Looking in the future, where do you i know because I, I i know there's a there is a there's a financing going on right now you, you can't comment on that, but I'm securing forward looking forward here where do you get cash flow positive what's where's that forecast at
1: so we're forecasting about two million dollars u s in revenue by the end of this year okay. eight million the following year our burn rate our g n a burn rate has about a million dollars u s so we should be we should be cash
0: flow positive by the middle of next year if not sooner okay okay very interesting um Is there certain uh, types of projects? Scale, location, jurisdiction, type of mining method? What is the bread and butter?
1: So we, um, you know, it has to be a gold and silver project or it's silver as a byproduct or gold as a byproduct, but we're only looking at gold and silver, so very much um, focuses a a true precious metals world in streaming company. Um, And we look globally. With my experience in Endeavor and Endeavor's experience, we've been in Africa and South America, we're very comfortable operating in countries we've been in before. So our investments are in Peru, Mexico, Mozambique. And as a result of that, we're able to de-risk the investments but get some great returns as a result, and we've proven that out with our net asset value. Um, you know, you look at the one that we did in um, in Mexico for the development project, which is now in production, Talueto. Mm-hmm. You know, where you have got a $5 million investment. We're getting $3 million worth of silver a year coming in. Our net asset value, and that's $25 million. So IRR, of, I think about 60% right now. So we really are proving that the model works, but it's working with management groups known to us and have that pipeline of opportunity.
0: Um, I remember at this very conference four years ago, Doug Silver of, well, he was still working for Ryan Mine Finance, said he thought at the time there was a great opportunity for new royalty and streaming companies to come online. Right before Christmas, I asked Doug on this show that same question if he still felt that way, you know, four year, three or four years later, and he said, no, there's too many. That's how many new companies came in the royalty and streaming business, came online during that time. You know, tell me, I know it sounds like a very unique approach to the business model, but it's got to be really challenging to find good paying royalties now that there's so much competition.
1: So that that's where we're different. We're not buying third party royalties and it has become very crowded. I mean, it felt like for, you know, every month a new royalty company was popping up and going listing and going out there. And we were seeing some consolidation in the space. And I think mm-hmm. that's appropriate. But we're, you know, going back to the royalty, we're not buying third party royalties. We are creating royalties. We're creating streams to get mines into production. So with that, we're providing a financing solution that works for all parties. So we haven't been in a competitive process to date, Um, and we've got a pipeline of opportunities we're looking at right now, about $60 million worth of potential opportunities. We're in discussions with about eight different management groups. And we're not afraid to say no to deals too. We've rejected four deals in the last six months. You know, there's a, a lot of pressure to get new deals out and mm-hmm. press release and all of that. We're not that kind of company. We are long-term growth. We rejected three of those deals for technical merits, one for environmental um, guidance on that one. So you know, we will choose the right deals. We're all big shareholders. You know, yep. management and board. We've got Endeavor Financial as a significant shareholder. Terra Capital of Australia is a different shareholder. So we're very much in line to see real value creation.
0: How do you approach conferences like this, where you're both looking to market the equity, but also look to <laughs> increase business development?
1: Yeah, we do both sides. So we are meeting with companies right now. We have done you know, all day today, and we're going to continue to do so. And then we're also meeting with investor groups. So we do both sides of these conferences.
0: How about the business strategy endgame? Here, I mean, you mentioned long-term growth here, yeah. Um, but there's the, there's got to be some sort of end game business strategy and out somewhere. What did how does how do you and the board kind of maybe see that kind of play out?
1: There is so much opportunity to finance and provide streaming finance for companies under twenty five million dollars. I mean, Endeavor has been doing project financing and financing mines for thirty years. There is a lot of opportunity and a lot of money can be made from that. So the idea is we've built with the first four is moving them forward and to continue to build the portfolio and provide those financing solutions. And as a result, get great returns for shareholders. So we want to keep building this at some point, maybe some acquisitions will do, but for right now, we're very new. It's only been 18 months. We're just starting to establish our market presence. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there and we haven't even chatted with you before, so you know, uh, it's getting out and telling the story and, and letting people know who we are.
0: With this inflationary environment we have on it, we, we are seeing CapEx numbers getting blown out. Mm-hmm. Is it, is there kind of this awkward silver lining for you in this environment?
1: There is, I mean, that combined with the equity markets kind of drying up for companies, there's opportunities yeah. for us. And I mean, as a company and an investment, we're not inflected by inflation. I mean, uh, our costs or overheads are really low. It's just basically the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't have those big capital costs or operating costs and the investments we've made you know, they're already in production or they're getting into production. So it's not like we're, we've got 12 months and the costs are going to be completely blown out. And that's where we're really focusing our dollars on things that are either in production or within six months of production and the realistic capex costs are going into.
0: Uh, I got to ask you about news flow in the coming months. I mean, obviously, this financing will be a news flow, but what about any other developments coming out that you want investors or people just watching this to know?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've got a, a couple of new term catalysts. Sierra and P- which is our Peruvian investment, they're increasing their production. They should be at full capacity by the end of this year. Our one in Mozambique, uh, they've just done the first couple gold pours, so we're starting to receive that revenue. They should be in full production by the end of this year. And then the one in Mexico, the silver stream we have there, you know, we've received the first couple silver credits now, and that should be ramping up, getting towards 500 mil- uh, 500, 000, sorry, 500 tons per day by the end of this year fully ramped up next year. So those are all things that are happening moving forward. And as we find the right investment opportunity that meets, you know, know, for us moving it forward, we'll be announcing new investments as well. Whether that's two months, six months, it'll depend on the right investment. Mm -hmm. Again, we're focused on quality over quantity.
0: How many shares do you
1: have out? hundred million shares outstanding right now. And roughly 40% is controlled by management board and strategic partners. 30% um, institutional and 30% in the public
0: float. Okay. How many shares do you own?
1: (laughs) Great question, about 2 million. Okay. I
0: can
1: put everything I have into this company. (laughs) uh,
0: Very good. Uh, Thank you so much for that introduction. Uh, We're going to be watching this closely. Um, Please send us any news you have down the pipeline. We'd love to have you back on again to uh, follow up with some of that. It's an interesting space, um, especially, you know, I'm always kind of curious to know, Who in the royalty and streaming space is doing things just a little bit differently and I think this is one of them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're focused on revenue.
0: Uh, That is your corporate introduction to Empress Royalty everybody. They trade on the Venture Exchange with EMPR and on the OTCQB with EMPYF and that is CEO Alexandra Woodyer-Sharon. Thanks for your time.
1: Thank you so much everyone.
0: The information presented should not be considered investment advice.